0: Welcome to the For The Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow,
1: and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready because this is for you. Hey guys, welcome back to another surprise episode. We back. We back.
0: We are back on the
1: mics. Yes, we're really excited today's episode um, because a lot of you guys at this point are stuck at home. We are home in our homes, cozied up hopefully a little bit. Um, But because of that, um, you are going to have a lot of time to connect with God in this season, to read scripture, to pray, to worship, and just be with Him. Um, And so we just wanted to talk about that and some different ways that you can go about it, maybe some new things. Um, We're going to share a little bit about how we connect with God, some resources that we have, and just a whole bunch of things all about encountering God every single day in this season because that is what matters most. So we are pretty pumped to talk about this.
0: Yeah, we really are because we want to get you. I don't know. So many people have been talking about this like, oh, this is an opportunity to spend more time with the Lord. And, you know, you start to hear this and kind of get numb to it. You kind of start rolling your eyes. You're like, oh, yeah, yay, I got it. Got it. Yeah. But we really want to hype you up with this episode. We want you to be super excited and stoked and feel resourced and Mm -hmm. equipped. To get in the Word, to worship, to spend time with Jesus, to like mm-hmm. shut the door, go in your room and encounter Him um, because it's more important than ever. And I really believe it's the thing that's going to get us through this season and to prepare us for future seasons. Mm. Um, And I don't know about you, but I just don't want to miss out on what God has for me right now. Like, I think like this is a call for all of us for God to say really specific things to us in this season that are going to matter so much. Like, I believe like new dreams are going to be planted in people's hearts, Mm. like new
1: callings, um, Mm. new ideas. People Um, will start to learn how to hear his voice. Yeah.
0: Like, even new relationships are being formed. During wow. this time, like, so much is like that's right. God is waiting for us to meet with Him so that mm. He can, like pour and just speak into us and so we're gonna get creative we want to
1: get can there can do that. yeah yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be, be so, so good, good. Well, is it gonna be so good i hope it's good i hope it's good we're really good
0: guys we're you know <laughs> these are unexpected episodes so. so you're
1: catching us authentically what's actually one of my favorite parts of this episode is we are going to be talking about like some big question marks when it comes to quiet time just some things like should i do it at morning time or should i do it at night time or what should i do how should, should I we journal? not call it quiet time yeah all (laughs) So we are pretty pumped about that. But before we do any of it, it is time for
0: yeah, it's time for it.
1: It's time for it. And you guys, uh, gosh,
0: you know, like the new the new myth out there, and this is just me totally speaking as a myth, is that like maybe Corona has been around longer than we think. Uh oh. And if it has been around longer than we think, then you definitely had it. Oh my god. You were like she was deathly ill on tour. And we were like sharing. <laughs> a, you weren't deathly ill. But, like but kind of. You had all the symptoms of Corona, basically.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm like so tough until I get sick. And then it's I'm like. such a baby. Such a whiner. It's like the whole world. Although thing. you
0: really did. I will say during tour, I feel like you you really held it together.
1: Oh, did I? I mean, like if
0: it was normal life, you would have been a lot more of a baby. But you, you kind of knew that there wasn't time to complain in this time of yeah. life. So you really held held it together for the team and, and you kept coming on tour.
1: <laughs> That's And right. it was like
0: funny because we were like sharing a bed and things and I miraculously didn't... I that never got crazy. sick throughout all of tour.
1: But how many of us, when we get sick with any kind of cold or corona, just stock up on... Everything. M- I spend like 50 bucks at oh, the grocery every store. Every time I get Walgreens. sick,
0: I, I go bankrupt basically from I buying know. like everything. It's like... A, I don't even
1: have a cough and I'm buying cough drops just it's like because I think I might need them. And like I don't know if I throw away my medicine from the last time. But I you was never sick. have it. I never have it. I'm like That's searching so my true. drawers. Mucinex is literally like $25. It's and so I get expensive. it every time and I know I don't go through all those things. Oh, It's, it's so, so crazy, crazy. right? Yeah. I'm like, ugh. The you other buy- day, I also uh asked my boyfriend to get me. Dayquil, and he got it in a liquid form. <laughs> yeah, does
0: he drink liquid
1: Dayquil? I yeah, he's like, I grew up like this is what I had when I was a child. I was does like, exactly. Pills we can swallow pills. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty disappointing. That's hilarious. I should have been grateful that he got me medicine. But yeah, you should. Well, what we were trying to get at is the mess up situation. So yeah. I am super sick. It is we have like four days at home before from like one tour stop to the next tour stop. And I just go down with a cold. I mean, it could have been Corona, but I feel like we shouldn't joke about that because, because that's bad to spread Corona. Yeah, I, was being, for sure. I was actually very contained in my bedroom, though, because I was yeah, so sick.
0: You were coming to the office, though.
1: Um. But, yeah. Anyways, though, I was like, I got to have a quick recovery here. I have four days, so I'm about to go ham and take every vitamin, every juice, and do all the things. And so... But I felt like I also had to come in the office. So I was totally MIA one day, just trying to recover in my bed. Second day I was like, I can go to the office. I'm feeling a little bit better. So I load up on the medication and I'm just going hard. And guess what, you guys? Big mess up. Yeah. I took night quill at eight AM in the morning instead of day quill. And it was it was actually fine. When did you it realize what you did? I, as soon as that thing went down, really, throat, yeah, I was like, no, and it was funny because <laughs> I like double checked myself too, because I was so tired. I was like, this isn't, this is the right one, this is the right one, and it wasn't the right one, but no, then it was just no. a mental thing, you know, I just tricked myself. I was like, maybe I'm going to discover that Night Quill actually makes you it's so like, smart. Or something oh, like that. I oh. was like, and then I was convinced myself that I was doing like reverse tactics. It me. could
0: all be like a placebo effect of just that's like, what I was thinking. you think it's NyQuil, but it really doesn't make you more tired. Should we go know.
1: to the HQ of NyQuil <laughs> and, ask, and try to ask And We should make, turn this into an investigative podcast. Speaking of science, let's talk about this. Have you seen the Instagram that's kind of gone around? That is the kid that dips his finger in soap and then he in dips pepper. it. And the water and pepper. The okay, pepper, I just was doing please. that in,
0: like, second grade.
1: Oh, I had, you were?
0: Did you ever see the show Zoom? The no. show Zoom used to do, like, little experiments like that. And it was my favorite show. It was on every day when I got home from school. Wow. And, like, I used to, like, I I have memories when I
1: was in, like, second grade doing that experiment. Wait, that's amazing. I mean, so, you got to wash your hands because they were, like, all the pepper wouldn't go on. His, just try it. Just try it.
0: Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. Speaking of science. Well, okay. I'm glad that you recovered from your NyQuil experience. Yes. And I'm glad that you are, are good I'm and healthy. I'm alive and well. You I are healthy. Better. And you know what's great is because we are healthy, we get to spend time with Jesus. And so <laughs> what we, we want to talk about, um, to kind of kick things off, um, we want to talk about um, you know, there's this whole idea of quiet time and I think a lot of people probably have a very like specific like stereotype of what it looks like and we kind of want to break that stereotype a little bit and just talk about different and unique ways that you can connect with the Lord. Like your quiet time does not have to look like a cup of coffee Bible, journal, that's it. Like, your quiet time can be on the go. Your quiet time can be out in nature. Your time with Jesus can be worship. It's scripture. Mm. It's a combination. It's journaling. It's all these different things. Like, I think the first thing that we have to do is remove kind of this, like, it has to look like this. And I think the moment that we remove that away and we mm. allow it to be free, we allow it to be spirit led, we allow it to be fluid. That's when like we really start to encounter God in new ways through our time with him. Yeah. So that's kind of the first thing we're going to talk about is how it doesn't have to look like maybe it's always looked or maybe the people around you, how it looks for them. It can look different. Mm. And i um, also want to talk about some specific ways that you can connect with God through your quiet time. So the first one personally, one of our favorites is connecting with the Lord through worship. And I'd say this wasn't something that I incorporated in my time with Jesus until probably like the last year and a half or so maybe. I remember like when I was in college, sometimes I would like play worship music during my time with Jesus, but I would never actually like take the time to worship by myself like actually like worship Mm. in my time with Jesus like using worship not just corporate worship but worship as like a way to connect with Jesus on my own and there's just something so cool like we've always said for years there's something so cool about worshiping with just women or delight like you know like there's so much more freedom and like you can raise your hands more you can jump around Mm. you can like actually like connect with God using like your whole body not just like eek I don't want to look stupid, Um, but wow, it's even more so when you're in your room by yourself, and at first, Mm -hmm. it kind of feels weird. You're kind of like, is anybody going to walk in on me worshiping, yes. jumping around, being weird? Um, but then there's just something about it. Like there's something so cool about blasting worship music in your room. You can get on mm. your knees. You can jump around. You can lift your hands. You can do like whatever it is that feels right to you in your worship. And like it's literally like speaking these words mm. of reverence to the Lord over and over again. Like worship songs are such cool, beautiful ways to communicate with the Lord and to hear from mm-hmm. the Lord. And so. Um, we definitely, like, suggest and definitely challenge you and encourage you, like, during this season, why not worship in your bedroom during your time with Jesus? Why not change it up tomorrow and just, like, turn on that worship playlist
1: and go ham. Get a little crazy. I seriously believe that we are able to worship the most freely when we get rid of distractions. Like in a church service, you just feel like people are watching you and you're kind of like thinking about other people and yourself and not looking crazy and all the things. And um, we reach a place of just like full freedom in worship when we can like get rid of those things and just worship Him freely, like just connected with the Father. And so hopefully this will be a place and a season for you where you can really learn how to do that. So then when you go into back into church or back into worship nights, you'll be like, wow, I actually know how to access him in this new way um, and mature in that like area of your life. So that would be pretty cool if everybody's worship Crazy, crazy worshippers. Do the worship. Okay. Let's do that.
0: The next one is a kind of obvious one for your quiet time, but that's scripture. And yes. some of you might be terrified and afraid about that and you're like, ah, what do I do with scripture? We actually have a whole podcast episode on, it's called For the Girl Who Secretly Dreads Read her Bible, so you should go listen to that. <laughs> yeah, because uh, we really dive in there. But some tips when it comes to scripture: number one, we're not all theologians. You don't have to be like a Bible theology scholar to actually mm-hmm. like read the Bible and actually hear God's voice through mm-hmm. encountering scripture. Um, so, a couple of helpful tools: number one there's nothing wrong with doing a Bible study every now and again. Like a couple of our favorites, we love seamless by Angie Smith. I'm actually just finishing up trustworthy by Mm -hmm. Lisa Turkers. It's so perfect for this season. You can get them on Amazon, lifeway.com, all those places. Um, There's so many incredible Bible studies out there that actually like walk you through reading scripture. Um, If you don't have a Bible study, we talk about this all the time too, commentary, literally Google Mm -hmm. enduring word commentary. If you're reading John 16, Google enduring word commentary, John 16 and Mm -hmm. study John 16 through commentary. It's incredible. It literally changes your perspective on reading scripture. You're going to be like, what have I been doing? Not reading commentary my whole life. (laughs) It's incredible. Yes. Even like if you're reading, um, you know, say you're like, I want to be reading Psalm right now. And, and I just read Psalm 68 find a sermon about Psalm 68, dive in deeper there. Like you don't have to do study scripture Mm -hmm. by yourself. And then also my last tip would say, I would say like, ask God, like before you jump into reading scripture, like ask for revelation from the Lord, the Holy spirit will guide you Mm -hmm. and lead you to what like God wants to speak to you through scripture. So don't let it be scary and daunting. Ooh, one more tip. Yes. I am obsessed right now with the passion translation. It's just so good. It makes the Mm. word of God come to life in such cool ways for me. I'm really loving it right now. You can get it on the Bible app. So just look up the passion translation. Mm. And finally, I think I said this in that one podcast episode, but there's this TV show called the chosen (laughs) and
1: It's basically like
0: watching TV but reading the Bible. So perfect excuse. You also (laughs) need to bend the chosen. It's so good. Like it is Uh, a, it is a Jesus, it's an encounter. It really is. It is. You haven't watched it yet. That and Veggy I have been talking about the chosen for months and months and months. I
1: it's really hard to get, you guys. So no, but good luck out there. It's
0: on free on an app now and
1: you can stream it from your TV. Remember okay. how you figured out you can stream? Uh huh. You can stream it on your TV. I will give it a shot, but anybody who's not good at technology, you guys. You can literally Your grandma watch it on is your phone. not watching the chosen, let me tell you that. The
0: first episode is free on YouTube too. Vid Angel. It might be free now. I don't know. They, I'll look it up. I'll let you guys know. Okay. Okay, watch the chosen, read scripture.
1: Sorry. Okay, that's that, and <laughs> <laughs> wow! And the, another way to really connect with God is pretty obvious one, but that's through prayer. Yeah, you guys, I think a lot of us um, probably haven't quite figured out how to how to talk to God, how to hear His voice, and this is such a, an important part of your relationship with Him. So maybe in this season of downtime, you can really learn how to um, uh, improve. Is maybe not the word, but revive your revive. prayer life you know go deeper go deeper in your prayer life and um seriously this could look like so many things i think Physically, you kind of have to like position yourself to encounter God. So maybe that's getting on your knees beside your bed, opening your hands to receive from Him. Maybe it's going on a walk and praying out loud. I love praying out loud; it kind of keeps me focused. Um, so there's so many ways to do this, but this is seriously like being honest with Him, listening. It's a conversation with God, um, and. Yeah, leaving space for it and turning off all distractions, guys. It is real. Like you, it's so hard to like focus in today's world. That's just reality. So maybe just like closing your door, um, turning off your phone, and really positioning yourself to hear from God. It can't just be so casual. So um, maybe in this season, you can improve your prayer life. We're going to be talking a little bit more about that later on. Yes,
0: yeah, some ideas. I'd say too. There's so many different prayer methods out there that you can kind of look up and learn more about. Let's so say, like, yeah. get on the Google, check them out. <laughs> like. I I can think of one. I think Megan Miller talked about this in our podcast episode with us, the part method. It's praise, admit, request, thanks. So try out different prayer methods, different ways of praying. There's so many different things. mm -hmm, That's good. The next way that you can encounter God or like have a quiet time is even through like conversations with friends. Like in Mm. this season, quiet time does not have to look like isolation always mm-hmm. encountering jesus doesn't have to look like that like yeah literally you can have like a bible study with a friend via facetime you That's know right. like do that say like hey let's both read john 16 and then mm-hmm. let's talk about it like even just having conversations about what god's speaking to you and moving to you like encountering jesus doesn't only happen when yeah. you have the word of god open it happens through like you know, revelation from friendships and relationships and conversations with your parents and conversations with your siblings and all these different people. So look for how God might be wanting to speak to you and how God might be wanting to encounter you through conversations as well. Yes,
1: that's good. Okay, well, Mac, with all that said, I'm so curious of what your quiet time looks like and how you connect with god i just want to know like an inside scoop into your life a little bit but also maybe you have some things up your sleeve oh this feels like intimate this I feels don't know. like a little scary to like lay this out there yes please open Do you feel the that? door to your bedroom your nook okay. <laughs> your nook i know about your nook let's talk about it
0: yes So I moved into a new apartment like a year ago. And my one desire for my room was to have a nook or a corner. I call it my corner. And in my corner, I have a comfy chair. I have a table. I have an ottoman because it's really important. Blanket, pillows, you know, all the things. And so I just keep all my quiet time stuff over there. Wow. That's where I am every single day. Um, and that's where I do my Jesus time.
1: I love it. She influenced me to get a nook. Yeah.
0: I don't know why. It's just something about having a place to go. And I don't really sit in that chair otherwise. Like I don't really use that chair. Unless, do you use it
1: every time you have quiet time?
0: Like, yeah, I really do. If I'm home, that's where I am. Okay.
1: Um, And so I love my little corner. My she little also lives corner. in a pretty small spot. There's probably not many places you could go. At.
0: Yeah, I could go in the living room and the couch. But that to me is just a different vibe. It's okay. a different vibe. So Good I like my nook. And um so I do it there. I don't do it in my bed. I always I always have coffee with me, but that's like so cliche and basic, but I do. And then okay, here's what I do. So it depends, it changes season to season. So should I just say what I've been doing in this season? Does that work? Yes. Okay. So I think I already mentioned um that I have been going through this study from Lisa Turkers. It's called Trustworthy. So I always turn on worship music usually and kind of have that going in the background. Um, and then I usually read whatever like the chapter is in that and it's very like interactive. You're like reading scripture as you're doing it. So I do that and read through that and love that. That's awesome. And then I also like to like read scripture on my own kind of, or not connected with the Bible study. Mm. So I've currently been going through the book of Luke on my own. So I usually read a chapter in Luke in the Passion Translation because I love the Passion Translation. Yes. And so I've been reading a chapter of Luke on my own. And literally every single day God shows me something. I, I try to be really pay attention to what yeah. God is speaking to me through scripture. So like sometimes I feel like it's for me. Sometimes I feel like there's something from scripture that I feel like, okay, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. Mm. And I'll jot it down in my journal or whatever it is. But oftentimes it's something that I really feel like God is speaking to somebody. And so I'll even pull out my phone during that time and like send off a quick text. Like, um, that's like, Hey, I was reading this this morning. It really made me think of you. I really feel like God wants to say this to you or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so I, um, always try to pay attention because I, I just believe that like we get so much revelation through
1: scripture. Yeah.
0: So I do that. And then after that, I usually pull out my journal and I am a hot mess in my journal. So who knows (laughs) what that is about? Sometimes I use like a prayer method. Sometimes I just journal my thoughts. Sometimes I like literally feel like an emotion. And so I have to just like get it out on the pages or whatever. So my journal is a hot mess don't look to me for journaling tips cause I don't have good journaling tips. And then <laughs> I usually close my quiet time with either just like a time of prayer using like a guided prayer or worship or mm. just like, I usually just try to close out 10 minutes where I'm not really like utilizing anything. I'm just kind of like being with the Lord. And so that's usually what mine is. That's it, usually, good. it takes me sometimes if I have a long time, it takes me a long time. But if I don't have a long time, I can get all that pretty much done in a speedy way. <laughs> It's probably too speedy. Oh my. She's fast at everything she does. I am. So I wouldn't fast. be surprised. I can get it. I can get all that accomplished in 30 to 40 minutes if I'm really going speedy, which isn't the best. I like to have longer, but that is hilarious. That's but my time of Jesus.
1: You don't have to have a certain amount of time. That's good. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Should we let them in on our secret in college about our uh, journal scandal? Oh, my goodness. We had a That would have been such a good mess up. We should have done that. Oh, my
0: gosh. Uh, Yes. Okay, so I used to be really into journaling in college. Yeah. Like, I was really good about my journal. I think I got a little burnt out on my journal
1: because I journaled so much in college. That could be, too. I feel like we all go through, like, journaling seasons where we're, like, really hot and heavy with it. And then we're, like, (laughs) not at all, you know? So, anyways, you guys. We lived together in college. We lived together in college. I mean, short story. We lived together and, basically, I read her journal
0: well, no, this is what happened. Myself, okay. Ken's and another girl were in all the, like this mentorship together. And yes. so every week we would come together with this mentor of ours and talk about life and everything like that. And I admitted in that time that I had read a page of one of the other girls' journal. And yeah. it was like literally her journal with interest was like, Sup, Jesus, like how are you today? Like it was like literally (laughs) nothing juice. It wasn't anything like that. And she was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you read my journal.
1: How did that happen? Did you just pick it up? Like, was it,
0: I was with like three other people and I like picked it up and it was open. And I, we, I was like, oh my gosh, guys, look, listen, how funny this is that like, this is what blah, blah, blah said in their journal. Yeah. And then we were all like, ha ha ha. And so it got back to her about that. And so then she was saying like, Hey, I'd prefer it if you didn't read my journal. And I was like, even if it didn't say anything of like no, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, you're totally right. That makes total sense. Yeah, and we're talking about this with our mentor, and then Ken's goes, well, I read your journal, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my journal was like probably way more. Oh, it's pretty
1: funny. I mean, I totally shouldn't, and nobody should ever. How much read did you read of my journal? Like a lot. I just I mean it's it. like pure curiosity. I mean we all got to say like it's pretty tempting, right? Like the journal is out and you're just like I I don't I feel like your journal wasn't in cabinet, though, or something.
0: It was in a cabinet? Yeah. Wait, you got it out? I kind
1: of remember. (laughs) Yeah, I, like, got it out, and I just started reading it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And I didn't think she would care, but of course she would care. So then I, like, casually mentioned it with the mentor. And I was like, what? Yeah, so it was a whole scandal about our journals.
0: I always say my journal is, like, where – your thoughts are not very pretty in your journal. Like, no, you're going to be usually like, usually kind of crazy yeah, because they're extreme. Cause you know, nobody's reading it and it's honestly usually like your prayers to the Lord. So they're pretty yeah. like unfiltered and like, they're not actually what you truth. They're not usually truth at the end of the day. So it's always so funny when people read your journals. So yeah, just don't sometimes. read, people's journals. Don't read people's journals. Lesson learned. Lesson <laughs> learned. Anyways, okay. okay. are you telling me about your quiet time?
1: Yes, I'll give you just a little bit of what my quiet time. And it's honestly pretty simple, I feel like. Um, yeah. So I have a little nook too, thanks to Mac. But I will say I kind of bounce around sometimes. I, I like to go in different places just randomly. Um, but yeah, I will um, usually start off Uh, Just listening to a worship song, honestly, that's kind of where I kind of feel like sometimes I have to just like connect with God first and get rid of those distractions and kind of bring my spirit to a sense of like peace and like back to the Lord. Um, and so I start off like just like sitting and listening to a worship song and I'm also pretty tired. So it's like, I really look forward to that moment, you know, (laughs) just like have your coffee and like, just sit with Jesus for a second and, um, kind of get in the, the mood. And then, um, I actually journal first. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I always have things on my mind or maybe like think like, something I like messed up in in the day before that I like feel like I really need to talk to God about or like a regret or something that I, I often feel like I need to like let him in to my <laughs> Mac. I you can't know, even, you know, he's looking at me, you know, what I'm about I know, to say, You know what I'm about know. to say, okay. Speaking of, I journals, don't know how you're about to tell this story. I'm going to tell it. I'll
0: tell it fine. Speaking of journals while we're on tour Ken's was showing me notes she wrote down about something she wanted. She felt like God spoke to her in her quiet time about something we should do it to her that night. So she hands me her journal. It's open to this page. Yeah, And... But she didn't realize that the top of the journal entry was like, it was actually like her full journal entry,
1: like from the day. Yeah.
0: And it was the funniest journal entry I've ever seen in my entire life. It really
1: was, you guys.
0: I like, she says, she goes, God, I have to admit, I feel so guilty about last night. And
1: the thing that she felt so guilty about (laughs) was that she ate too many French fries. (laughs) I literally was like, I ate too many fries. That is so she weird She ate of too me. many
0: French fries. Like, and you could tell in her journal, she was so sincere about it. <laughs> I was
1: like, this was is so what you pray fun. about, dude. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was so it hilarious. It was so funny. We had a good laugh all together. So that was amazing. That but was funny. Regardless. Th- <laughs>
0: So you journal even about yeah. things as simple as French I usually fries. try
1: to like get back to – yes, exactly. That's yeah, right. It that's could a be good a simple example simple and real, whatever. Yeah. So I really do – I like kind of write out just like how I'm feeling. I often actually use that format that you mentioned earlier about praise, admit, request and thanks yes and um I love that because you get to praise him first and just be like God you're so good and actually always notice ways that he has shown up in like the day before or in my week or something and I'm like it actually gives you a moment to like recognize how he's moving and you know you guys it's so easy especially in this season get caught up in the bad stuff so what if you like actually took the time to like note like the good things and how God has been at work so I love that part of my quiet time I feel like it keeps me really so close to what God's doing and how he's working so do that I praise him first then I admit is really just like things that I've been convicted of or felt bad about or um you know it's so important like it's so easy to carry shame and guilt on you and so it's it's a really good practice to just share that with the lord instead of just carrying the weight yourself and just being like, this is how I messed up this is like what I feel bad about or how uh, what an area I need to get better in and just like admitting things that you've like messed up in the day before or the week before. So that's awesome. And then moving into um request is just prayer requests for your family or for other people in your life or your family for something you're walking through and just like really praying with faith in that section of it all and then lastly is just thanking him honestly sometimes i i miss the thanks because it's kind of similar to praise but it's a little different you yeah. close with a thanks so love that uh i'm not going through a bible study right now um because you guys seamless has been a struggle bus you know those times with in um your I'm doing life seamless for the second time, though, right? I'm doing seamless for the second time. Yeah, <laughs> I love it that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it for the second time. But you guys, it is real and it's kind of hard and heavy. It's pretty long each day, but it's so enlightening, so good. That's why I'm going through it a second time. But I don't know if you've been in a season like this, where it's just like a Bible study that's so heavy and hard. It's just hard to go through sometimes. And sometimes you just need just scripture and like a book of the Bible and just yeah. like peace through it. And so yeah. that's just an example of like the current season. of my mom and I was like, forget seamless for a second. I just need to be a scripture and. And I just need to uh, refresh myself on just like God's character and where he's at in my life. And so uh, typically I will just read through like a book of the Bible or um, a lot of times I actually will Take like the sermon that I, the pastor spoke about the day before, or the, that Sunday and kind of piece it through throughout that's my good. week and yeah. learn more about that. So that's really fun for me. And yeah, I love to be active in my quiet time too. Just like getting off of my chair and just like worshiping and being really free in my room. That's really helpful for me. I think cause I'm a little bit of a busybody, got a little energy built up in there. And after your coffee, you know, I'm like running in circles. Let's go.
0: Yes okay see so as you can see like quiet time it, ours looks different yes like yours can look so different and it can look different than the people around you but can it can also look different day to day and mm-hmm. I think that's so important to like change it up to do what works for you in that season for you to be able to feel like you're connecting with God emotionally and spiritually and physically and all the things like I think it's so important not to get into a rut or just like a strict routine and get legalistic about your time with Jesus like it should be something you look forward to yeah have you guys been to forthegirl.com yet and checked out our new merch this is straight up Jesus merch it is gonna help you number one look cute because it is some cute things we got pink hoodies we have cute t-shirts we've got all the things that you could possibly want to like look stylish and comfy. And comfy and also rep Jesus. And these aren't like in your face Jesus things. These are like, ooh, intriguing. I need to ask a question. What does bringing heaven to
1: earth mean? Are you saying that my clothes might start a conversation about our creator of the universe? Yes, Ken's. That is what I'm saying. Let me get it. Best $40. Actually, yeah. $35, $40,
0: $20 you're ever going to spend. Trust me, this merch is worth it. And also, if you just are being need to be cozy, they are
1: cozy. Comfort colors galore, you guys. I live in that Kingdom Come tan sweatshirt. Oh, shoot. That pink hoodie, though, put the hood up. You're in your own space, your own world, you guys. You need to check out the For the Girl merch. It is so cute styling. So go to forthegirl.com. We will see you there. For kind of this
0: little next segment of the podcast episode, the PCAST. The PCAST. We thought we would talk about some like kind of hard things or some things with, that come up within this like term quiet time that we're all um, confused that about. That we're all confused about. And we want to just kind of like speak on. So the first one yes. Do you do your quiet time or should you do your quiet time at morning,
1: in the morning or at night? Wow. Great question, Max. Great question. Um, Okay, so I feel like obviously regardless of the time you meet with Jesus, he just wants to be with you. So whatever, um, you know, your schedule allows, that's what he wants to be with you. So, But I would say the first thing, first thing, um, I – personally would probably lean towards morning time for a couple of reasons. First of all, there's so much that happens throughout your day. You have so much opportunity to exemplify Jesus throughout your day, like opportunities to love people bigger, to bring joy, to bring peace, and just be really sensitive to the spirit throughout your day. There's probably things in your day that God wants to challenge you in. He wants to convict you in decisions that you're making, that he wants to be a part of. And so I think by having your questions, time in the morning, you get to talk to him about those things. You know, you actually get to bring his Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit into your day, which is just like awesome versus doing it after. And it's kind of the retro effect. Although I think that still is possible. So I would say that is one thing. You just get to carry his spirit throughout the day. I think also, um, ah oh, I lost my thought. Do you have a thought about that?
0: Yes, I do. So. I do have a thing. Okay. Yeah. I think that, that we have a tendency in our Christian culture to want to make quiet time, super like legalistic. And I think the reason why is because we all want to be assured that we're doing it right. You know, we want to be like, Ooh, check the box. I'm doing this right. Like it's working, it's effective. And honestly, I just don't think that the Lord super, super cares. He just wants to be with you. I think that's so important. I do think that there's something about first thing, starting your day with the Lord. Um, and that doesn't have to look like an hour long quiet time. It's like, you know, the first thing, if you roll over and look at your phone first thing versus if you roll over and open your Bible, let's just be real. Your day is going to look different because Mm -hmm. of what you filled yourself up with. Mm -hmm. So I think even if you don't do your time with Jesus in the morning, like do something to connect with the Lord in the morning, because I think that that's just like important and it's going to set you up to like feel yes. him and see him and know him throughout the day. But I yes. also do think like if you have, if you are legalistic about your time with Jesus in any way, it is going to start to make it feel like a chore. All right, yeah. And so if you miss a morning, Man, open up your Bible in the afternoon, open it up at night. Like there is nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. either. And I think that that's just as beautiful. And like, I love, I love the idea of being spontaneous with my time with Jesus too. And like doing it at random times because it might change it up and make me just
1: like connect with him in a new way. Here's the thing about morning versus night too. That's just a real thing, you guys. Anytime I miss my quiet time in the morning, I'm like, I'll do it at night. I'll do it at night. And you don't do it. It never happens at night. So I don't know if I'm the only one. Am I the only one? I don't know. But I feel like there's so there's a lot higher of a chance that you're probably going to skip out on time with the Lord if you don't do it in the morning. Because the reality is you have dinner plans, you have friend plans throughout your day. Somebody's like, let's hang. I'm a people person. I'm like, yes, anytime. I'll go yeah. hang with you. And all of a sudden, or you get tired. Of course, you get tired towards the end of the day. So if you by making it a priority, at the beginning of the day, if your schedule allows, I think um, it is, you're just going to probably be able to do it more. But I 100% agree with you that you cannot get legalistic about it. But if we're talking about morning versus I feel like uh, morning is probably your best opportunity.
0: There's something about morning too, like the discipline of waking up earlier is like kind of sacrificial. It totally is sacrificial. That's right, yeah. Jesus, I'm going to like, interrupt my schedule, interrupt my sleep to be with you. And there's just something about that.
1: But yeah, that's so true. If
0: you have yours at night, girl, you know yourself, you know,
1: if that's how you connect with them better, then I'm all for that. that. No right way. No wrong way. Okay. What about this? This is really difficult. So, um, Sometimes when you go home, I don't know. A lot of them are probably home with their families right now, or um, maybe they're just living with a bunch of people. So, how do you have quiet time or Jesus time when there's so many people around?
0: Okay, because this is such a real thing. Because I, when I'm in like my apartment, like my home, I'm always so good at my time with Jesus. Like I don't ever miss it. I always make time for it. Whatever. When I go home for like. Christmas break, family vacation, you know, whatever. Honestly, in the past, I have sucked it up when it comes to my quiet time. Like I yeah. just like miss it. And it's usually because like I wake up and like my family's already awake and we're chatting mm. and I want to drink coffee with them and I want to hang out with them. And so what I have found is I have to like change up the discipline of time with Jesus when I am home or when I'm around people or like mm-hmm. when I'm with friends or my roommates around or different things like that. Like I have to just change up my routine It and I kind of have to like, realize that it's going to look different. And yeah. one thing I've realized too is like, it's okay, and I've kind of started doing this. It's okay to invite people into my time with Jesus. Like, sometimes it's okay to be like, Hey, I'm going to sit and like do this devotional. Would you want to do it with me? Like come do this with me. Like there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And I think like removing again, to me, Mm -hmm. I want to be legalistic about it and want to be like, Oh, if I don't do it the way I always do it, then it doesn't count and it doesn't matter. And it doesn't. And what I've realized is that when I am flexible and just Mm -hmm. allow God to move, it's actually created some really cool conversations with my family and things like that. And, if I only get to do 15 minutes and then my sister wakes up and wants to sit and have coffee with me, I'm going to take that invitation opportunity to sit and have coffee with my sister. And hopefully she'll ask me questions about what I was doing or whatever it is, you know, that is good. So I think that like be extra disciplined and like be, you know, like be more aware that it might be more challenging and you might have to like wake up a little bit earlier or Mm -hmm. do things a little bit differently, but also like, be flexible that it might change in that time. And that's okay. That's not like because it didn't look like 45 minutes
1: and it's whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I used to have a really... Huge fear of doing my quiet time in public or on my roommates. You yeah. know, Cause it's like it is kind of. I didn't want to come off like I'm doing my quiet time, and you guys aren't. Look at me, I'm a good Christian. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like feels really weird, and so I kind of had to overcome that at one point in my life because I like live with two girls that, um, you know, maybe um, aren't doing their quiet time all the time, and mm-hmm. so it. I've just had to get over it and just been like, okay, but this is like part of what I do. This is what God calls me to. And like, that's like a sweet thing that they can probably see me doing it. And, and just handling that with grace and just being like really sensitive, I think to the atmosphere by no means are you like being like, I'm doing my quiet time right here, smack in the middle of everything, like be sensitive to the atmosphere and yeah. stuff. But yeah, I think being flexible is really, really yeah. good.
0: Yeah. And one thing I will say when I go home to, I try to Carve out a couple mornings where I go away. Like I'll go to a coffee shop or whatever. Yeah, it's not really accessible in this time. I'm realizing, (laughs) but truly, you can also do that. Like you can just like go to a different room or something like that. I think that that's important to do too.
1: Yes. Okay. Another one. A big question mark. I think is how long should your quiet time be? Yeah, we kind of talked about this a little bit. Uh, Yeah, like I have a little response. Okay. Okay. So I think it's like. Uh, I hate being rushed in my quiet time. You know, it's just like so hard when you're rushed. If I start out rushed, I'm immediately distracted. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's only 20 minutes. It's only Ah." 20 minutes. And it's just like pretty much, um, it feels impossible to connect with God because you're like looking at the time click down or whatever. (laughs) So I think it's like amazing if you can just like give yourself some space, like just some time. I don't know what that needs to look like for you guys. But like for me personally, like if I have, 45 minutes it just gives me like space to connect with him and a lot of times I don't use that full like amount of time like a lot of times I can kind of do it some some days I just have like less I want to read or less on my heart or like less to like talk to him about um, and then sometimes I have like a lot more and I feel like I really need to like press in, in prayer and something. I really have a long piece of scripture that I want to really fully understand or comprehend. Sometimes I'm reading scripture and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to pause on this. I need to look at commentary and I need to give myself some space to process this. And so I think every day kind of looks different so there's not like a a, an amount of time that I think is necessary I think you could actually be really efficient and effective with it if you need to be or if that season allows I think you really genuinely can but I think like just giving yourself the space like the time gap a larger time gap whether you use it or not is just helpful in connecting with him
0: yeah I think about it like I think about it uh just like it's like any relationship if I went and was yeah. sitting down for coffee with a friend and I was like, hey, I only have 30 minutes. Um, mm. But what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like it's going to feel rushed. It's going to feel distracting and all that stuff. Yeah. We still might have awesome conversation and like use that 30 minutes well. But there's a difference of sitting down with a friend and going like,
1: okay, don't have, have anywhere to be. Like yeah. let's hang out, you That's know? Right. you get further yeah. deeper. Yeah,
0: you just get further and deeper. And so um, I always say it's kind of like, It's for me, it's like the, um, it's like being healthy. Like there's going to be those sessions where you're going to go to the gym and you're going to do hard sessions and like go in and like whatever. (laughs) And it's like really going to strengthen the muscles. Like the muscles are, muscles are going to be strengthened. But then also as you're, like, working out, like, anytime, you know, you can do, like, I'm going to do 50 squats real fast just to, like, Uh maintain and whatever. Like, Uh that makes a difference. It, like, helps in the long run. Yeah. And so I think about it that way of, like, I always want to have those times and spaces in my life where I'm, like, in extended, going in hard with the Lord, like, really, like, leaving the time and space to be with Him. But also realizing that those little 10, Mm -hmm. 15-minute sessions here and there do make a difference and are important, too. And so I think it's a combo of, like... Hey, if it's been months since you've just had an uninterrupted time with the Lord, like it's probably time to have an uninterrupted Mm -hmm. time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. But if you are, can't do that every single day, like then that's totally fine. Like have those 10 or 15 minute Mm. sessions and that's just as important and just as good. And so again, I think just not getting legalistic about it and like leaving room for flexibility, leaving room for the spirit to move. And even thinking back to when I explained my quiet time, like, Just to be real, like, that's my ideal time with Jesus. That does not happen every (laughs) single day.
1: Definitely not.
0: Yeah. And so when I think about this, like, sometimes I only make it through the first step and then I have to go. Or, like, I... I stop and take way longer because I feel led to take way longer or I skip right to the, just like sitting Mm -hmm. down and praying and worshiping
1: and I don't write Mm -hmm. down anything for that day. Or I text you right in the middle. Yeah. Or Ah, you text me. Emergency
0: (laughs) situation. Yeah. And so (laughs) that's my ideal, but it does not happen every single day. And, um, Mm -hmm. I think that like on those days and it doesn't happen, I want to be mindful of like looking for other little opportunities to connect with the Lord. But yes. yeah, just know like it doesn't happen perfectly every
1: day. That's right. Okay. Another th- question that's come up is can you have quiet time on the go? You guys, this is a simple answer and that is yes, yes. you can definitely <laughs> have so much opportunity throughout your entire day while you're going pee, pee, Oh, even better, while you're going poop, Uh you could talk (laughs) to the Lord. Instead of scrolling on
0: Instagram, talk to the Lord.
1: While you're driving in your car, you can take a step away from the office, from your work setting, wherever you are. You can have time with Jesus in small doses, and I think he loves that, keeps a constant connection to his spirit. On top of that, I think there is uh, the importance of being disciplined and actually sacrificing time for him. So. Think about that. How can you sacrifice more time? Maybe that's going to be a little bit of sleep for you. Maybe that's going to be a friend hang. Maybe that's going to be a long, uh, elaborate Meal you're making, whatever it is, like you have to sacrifice time with yeah. him, and I think he notices that for real. Yeah,
0: and I think that goes back to that difference between like the maintaining and strengthening. Like, mm. look for opportunities to do both—to strengthen your relationship with the Lord, but also to keep it maintaining. And yes, I think about like little things, like I have a dog. I walk my dog every day. Oh, and yeah, it's like things like that. I can use that time to pray, and things that you're already doing. How can you invite the Lord into into him? that? I think it's really important. Yes. So, the last thing we want to talk about is why do we call it? Quality? Quiet time. I mean, this isn't quiet. We screaming. We worshiping. We, worshipin', <laughs> we getting hype. Yeah. It's you know, kind of
1: funny that it's called quiet time. It's so funny. I almost cringe every time I say the word quiet time. But it's like there's no other way to say it, you know? Should we start? Guys, let's all band together and start a new thing. Well, like,
0: well it's kind of happening within...
1: Uh, the tent, which we're about to talk about in a second. Yeah,
0: it's kind of happening. We, we've started calling it and and this is even before we launched the tent that you guys yes. know like for the last like probably like nine months we've been saying like with our quiet time we've been w- saying like, i got
1: my tent this i morning. got my tent get in the tent and we're about to launch into that so mac literally we need to hear from your pastoral self you guys mac can bring a word and she's oh, about to bring no. a quick word to you about this powerful piece of scripture in exodus 33 that talks all about what we're talking about right now. And it's about your quiet time. It's about a moment in scripture where Moses encountered God. He basically had quiet time, but in a fresh way. So bring us a little word, Mac.
0: Yes. Okay. So this comes from Exodus 33, like this whole idea of being with Jesus. Um, And so in Exodus 33, this is before the building of the tabernacle. So the Israelites, they're wandering in the wilderness. You know, they're walking around doing their thing. They don't know where they're going. And this is before they actually built like the like tent that they would bring around them um and so Moses they're out they're camped out somewhere in the wilderness and Moses actually walks away from the campsite where all the people are and he pitches a little tent outside of the campsite and this becomes the place where he goes to encounter God and the scripture is so cool it says that he would go and talk to God face to face almost like a friend Isn't that crazy? Like in the Old Testament, Moses would enter into this like little tent and the spirit of God, the scripture actually says that the spirit of God would come and hover over the tent like a cloud. Like you could literally see the spirit moving in. So when Moses would enter into the tent, the spirit of God would come hover over the tent and Moses could actually connect with God almost like a friend. Like he would see him face to face. Wow. wow like that's powerful stuff like and it, it, what's really cool about this scripture is it says that the people within the campsite they would come and they would stand outside of their own tents mm. when Moses whenever Moses would enter into his tent spirit of God would come they would stand outside of their own tents and worship so when Moses was talking to the Lord when he was talking to God face to face it influenced the people in the camp to come and to worship God mm-hmm. too and if that doesn't speak to how how our intimacy with the Lord is so connected to our influence in the world. Yes, like,
1: that's right. When
0: we take the time to get in our tent, to enter in, to be with Jesus, to set aside the distractions of the world and to just talk to God like a friend to speak with him, to read his word, to worship, to do all of these things that we've mentioned before. Like Mm -hmm. it has an influence on the world around us. So the deeper that we're doing that, the more that we're doing that, the more that we're going to be able to be the hands and feet of Jesus in the world. And if that's not so important in this time, like it's so important. See the things that we're doing, like our time with Jesus doesn't return void. Our time with Jesus makes a difference on the world around us. It doesn't just affect us. It influences everybody around us. And so That's why we think it's so important to like be with Jesus because we encounter him face to face and we know like we all know that that changes everything internally in our hearts and our spirits and our our minds for us. But it also Mm. starts to have an effect on the world around us. So it's super powerful and cool.
1: And so that's why we wanted to create. The tent for you guys. Yes, so that you have access to encounter God in your every single day. Because, wow, how cool would it be if you, just like Moses, got in your tent and actually saw God face-to-face? Like, how would that change your entire day, every decision you made, how you carried yourself, and just your perspective on life? So, you guys, we so believe in this and the power of meeting with Jesus and Um, This has been something that Mac and I have wrestled with for a really long time. Um, I remember uh, this year, actually, I was at our leadership conference in Nashville. We do a conference where like 300 of our leaders come together for worship and training. It's epic. We're all there like worshiping God. There's this final night where um, we literally like it's a huge worship night. And I was like front stage, like hands in the hair, just air hair. (laughs) Hands in my hair, you know, just braiding my hair. No, hands in the air, worshiping him and I. Um, I was just so encountering, overwhelmed by His Holy Spirit in that moment. And, you know, like those spiritual highs, we all probably can resonate with those. And I got back um, home and it, the regular week started. I remember specifically it being a Monday morning and I got my Bible out, my journal out, and I was super expected to meet with God after that experience. And it was so hard for me to connect with Him. I was sat there and I was just like, okay, I want to feel like this excited again. I want to like feel your presence in this way. I want to um, encounter you right now. And it was so hard for me to feel him. And I was like, gosh, like I want that so badly, but I feel like I've become so reliant on these like hyper spiritual atmospheres to actually encounter his presence. And I was like, this isn't okay. Like I need to be able to encounter his presence alone in my room because that's what I have access to because of God and So anyways, we got talking about this and Mac and I just like so related obviously on so many levels and we're like, what if we created a hub, a digital hub of resources that gave people access to God in this way? And so we just started reflecting on our own spiritual lives and things that have opened like heaven's gate for us to access him. And we just were like, okay, for sure scripture. Like there's like something huge about scripture where you can see and encounter God in scripture. What if we even added like, commentary to that so that it made it super comprehensive and we um just shared his character in a fresh way so we're like okay we have to have scripture we have to have prayers guided prayers have had a huge impact on our light
0: our lives literally everything Mm -hmm. guided prayers have been a huge switch for us of like i don't know there's something about praying on your own but then there's something about like somebody leading you through a conversation with the lord like yeah it's so helpful and it helps you to access pieces of his of his voice and pieces of his character that you might not have done on your own and so they're super worshipful too like it's literally just like sitting back popping in a pair of headphones playing it on your phone your computer whatever you got to do and like literally someone will just walk you through an encounter with God. It's like straight up an encounter with God. Like that's like literally the spirit of God. You're going to feel like I'm hover yes. over you and feel like him speaking to you face to face. So learn how super to super powerful. His voice.
1: Yes. And then we think about other things that have really empowered us or affected our connection with him and those have been like worship songs. As simple as it is, when there's like a new worship song come out, oh, <laughs> I get like, hype. I get so hype, you know? It's just like so cool to be able to have that access to that, even like in your room, you know. You don't yeah. need a big worship band or all the lights and stuff to really encounter him in that way. And I don't know about you, but it's so hard for me to find new worship songs. I'm always like, Where <laughs> do I go? To you know find those people things? who always know? Yeah. Yeah, those they those, know. But that's what you can find in the tent. The there's, tent. There's like all the best. You don't even need songs. that friend because we're going to tell you. We're going to the tell them. Latest, hypest right. worship songs are. We have them sermons in there, sermons that have seriously impacted our lives so much. Um, Like ones. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to a sermon, but it just like really like a sermon. Well, you guys have obviously You've <laughs> one that like totally empowered totally you. Things, yeah, yeah give you new perspective. Well, all of those things that have done that for Mac and I are in the tent, you guys. So we got sermons, we got worship songs got to praise there's so much more books in there. and
0: resources that have like changed everything for us things like seamless and other books that we've loved and like have so made a difference in our lives like, yeah there's so many things within the tent and then there's a community because there's something about like seeing yes. how other people are encountering jesus like really encourages you and fires yes. you up and says so like oh my gosh like i want that same encounter with him so i gotta get in my tent mm. i gotta like carve up the time to meet with him face to face so the tent is really this super cool thing and mm-hmm. seriously guys we We created this not because we feel like we're amazing at quiet time and like we (laughs) want to like give everybody all of our smarts. That wasn't it at all. Honestly, quiet time has been a struggle for me my entire walk with Jesus. There have been times where I have been in leadership and have literally given up on it because it's been hard. I feel like I hadn't connected with them. And I would go like weeks at a time without even like opening the word of God. Yeah. And honestly, as followers of Jesus, like, I mean – if we're not opening the word of God, if we are not meeting with him, if we're not carving out time with him, like what are we even doing? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, are we even encountering him throughout our days? Like Mm -hmm. it's encounters with him. It's time spent with him that literally sends us out with purpose. It sends us out with like so many fruits of the spirit, all the things it's like how we receive his guidance is how we receive his spirit, everything. And so like, it's so important and it's not important from like a legalistic standpoint of like, Oh, you can't be a good Christian if you don't do it. It's just like, you're not going to encounter God. And like, don't you want to encounter God? Don't you want that to be the thing that sends you into your everyday? And so literally everything within the tent is the stuff that has helped us, has like Mm. revived our time with Jesus, has woken us up, gotten us pumped and excited to be with him Mm -hmm. day after day. And it has literally changed everything for me. I feel like I have so much more purpose in my day. I have so much more influence in my day. I have so much more joy in all of these things, peace, because of how much of an emphasis I've placed on my time with Jesus in the last couple Mm. of years and it shifted everything and We want that for you guys. We are offering actually a free week in the tent. All you have to do is go to forthegirl.com slash the tent and you can sign up. Try it out for seven days. If you hate it, cancel it. Not a big deal at all. (laughs) That's right. If you love it, stick with us. Join Mm -hmm. with us in this community. We refresh it every single month with new content. It
1: never ends. It
0: never ends. Every month we're going to have like a new challenge that we're stepping into as a tent community, new scriptures that we're reading as a tent community, new guided prayers we're going through, new worship songs we're hype on, new sermons we're listening to, podcasts, all of the things and so it's something that like Honestly, during this time, you just don't have an excuse not to try it.
1: (laughs) I think so, too. It is crazy, the timing of all this. Seriously, like so many of you guys are probably at home and don't know what to do or how to spend your time. Or you're done with the Bible study. You've watched all the things and you're just needing something fresh. Well, seriously, you should join the tent. Get in the tent. Like There are thousands
0: of you that listen to this podcast. There should be thousands of you in the tent this week. Seriously. All encountering God. That's going to be so good. Encountering Jesus together. I'm really, really pumped to see you guys in the tent Facebook page. Yes. Sharing about
1: what God's speaking to. We're going to be time. in there to chat in. We're going to be
0: in there. I have committed to being in there every day, at least for like five minutes, just like in the Facebook group, especially. Yeah, you know? In the tent for sure. Yeah, in the tent for sure. But also I wanna be talking back and hearing with you guys like what it's God's gonna speaking be awesome. to you. So committing to that in this time and like let's be a digital community who are really challenging each other to chase after the heart of God together. Yes.
1: You guys, that is all we have on this this episode of seeking Jesus in this season. There's so many things you guys can be doing. Hopefully this gave you a fresh perspective. We are still like constantly uh, praying for you guys. We know this is like a tough time and we are with you. Uh, let us know if there's anything we can do to continue to help to hold your hand and just be a stronger community together. We yes, love
0: you. More special For The Girl oh. episodes
1: ooh, coming ooh, ooh, soon. Ooh, ooh. We will we see pumped, you guys pumped.
0: soon. Love you guys. Bye.